This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Looking at the Tennessee Titans, Josh, we have to start with the dynamic duo of DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry. That will be Miami's key to slowing down the Tennessee Titans come Monday night football. Who do you want to start with? you want to start Hopkins? you want to start Henry? Let's start with Derrick Henry. I say we start with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, he's in kind of a weird spot. He left last week's game. Everyone kind of thought it was a concussion. Mike Vrabel, coach of the Titans, came out after the game and said that wasn't the case. He is good to go for Monday Night Football. He has four touchdowns in the last two weeks, 4.9 yards per carry last week. They also had Tajay Spears waiting in the wings. He had 75 yards last week. Josh, can Derrick Henry take over against the Miami Dolphins and lead the Titans to victory? Um, the homer in me would say no, but it's Derrick Henry, right? I mean, we got to be honest with ourselves here. It's Derrick Henry. He's basically a juggernaut. He can turn any defense into Swiss cheese if he wants. So, um, we've been very good against the run in recent weeks. I think the last three games, the Dolphins have only given up seven sixty-seven point seven yards per game on the ground. Um, they've been playing very, very good up front, but it's Derrick Henry, man. And we've seen in the past, the Dolphins have struggled at times to tackle, right? To wrap up, um, maybe go for the ball instead of, you know, bring down the ball carrier. So um, I, I hope the Dolphins go out there and prove me wrong. You know, you're not really that scared of Will Levis. Mm-hmm. You are scared of DeAndre Hopkins, which we'll talk about. So, I mean, you got to consider that. But if you can stack the box and force Derrick Henry, you know, inside and, and just stay true to yourself, I think the Dolphins can make do. But, again, it's Derrick Henry, man. He has, what, 197 carries on the year, 841 yards, eight touchdowns. This is a guy who, again, he's a juggernaut. We all remember the picture that was circulating with him next to um, another Bama running back, right? And it looked like he could just pick him up and eat him like a Butterfinger bar. It was like – Absolutely insane. Like Derrick Henry is one of my favorite players. And um, again, any team you can turn to Swiss cheese, but when you got Zach Sealer and Christian Wilkins up front, that's a whole different story, baby. Yeah. Derrick Henry's second in rushing yards uh, in the league so far through 13 weeks. And on top of that, Josh, the Dolphins did give up over a hundred rushing yards to Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson last, uh, last week against Washington. It was the first time the Dolphins gave up over a hundred rushing yards in a game since week six against the Carolina Panthers. People forget that Chubba Hubbard went uh, bananas in that game as well. Overall, I, I think this might be old brain type attitude, but I think the Dolphins do better against the big physical backs. You mentioned it, Zach Steeler, Christian Wilkins up front. Those are two guys who can really help dictate the tone in the trenches. I think the Dolphins can really win up front, get the Titans into situations where they're forced second and long, third and long, force Will Levis to beat you. And he's going to be looking a lot, Josh, at DeAndre Hopkins. He has more than double any receiving yards than any other player on the Tennessee Titans. There aren't a lot of big names in this receiving group. Chris Moore, Nick Westbrook, Akine, uh, Traylon Burks is still floating around. You got Chigo Conku at tight end, but I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be the guy, the number one target for most of the game. 
Yeah, and I was trying to find a cool clip because, I mean, I think during their time at with the Texans, Hopkins with the Texans and Ramsey uh, with the Jags, they've had some battles where, you know, Ramsey would follow him across the field. So it'll be interesting seeing if that, you know, comes into this one, right? Maybe Ramsey went up to Vic Fangio and said, yo, man, I want to cover this guy. It's been that way my whole career. I want to have that matchup and we'll see how that battle goes. But um, to your point, Jake, whether it's Javon Holland or Brandon Jones playing, I mean, that could also be another dynamic in that run game, right? Bring those guys down in, in the box and help them, um, you know, help that, middle of the Dolphins defense who we're talking about Duke Riley. We're talking about David Long, those guys, this game is going to be so important for them, right? We know the guys up front can take on their blocks. It's up to those linebackers and those other guys to get up there and be able to wrap up Derrick Henry. And, you know, we can't overlook Tajay Spears. Like you said, I mean, Derrick Henry sounds like he's on track to play in this game, but Tajay Spears is no uh, joke either. He kind of has a little bit of Le'Veon Bell to him. Could be a a guy in the passing game. We talked about him pre-draft. So, um, that's you, you got to stop. But at the end of the day, man, it's Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins. And I still think DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best wide receivers in all of football. And, you know, this year he's kind of shown that. But I did think it was crazy, man. He only caught 50 of 95 targets. Like, this dude's been targeted an insane amount of times, but he's only caught 50% of his passes. I mean, that's insane. They just keep feeding him, like force feeding him, like Hungry Hungry Hippo style. It's, it's awesome. 2011 Brandon Marshall. That's what that's looking like right there. Oh, Will man. Lewis, Good times. Is- you have no so other far. guys on that. You have no other guys on that offense where you're just kind of begging that DeAndre Hopkins, please you, lead us to victory type thing. Do you remember the hype of Henny and Marshall? Like, dude, they were supposed to be uh, Artua and uh, Tyreek. And, oh and then, gosh, and then there was the, what, what do you have, four touchdowns in the Pro Bowl and, like, got you all jazzed up. Like, here's our guy. We're going to get a rookie quarterback for him. And, like, he'll be an absolute never and they trade him right away. Um <laughs> How depressing well, that well. quickly. Uh, Will Levis averages 6.8 yards per attempt, and he only has two interceptions on the year. So I'm really curious to see what the Tennessee Titans try to do offensively. Josh, I think you hit the nail on the head. Where the Dolphins are going to play up quite a bit, they're going to put their cornerbacks in positions where, hey, you're going to have some chances to make some plays, but Will Levis has been a strong decision maker so far in his rookie season. I'm curious to see, will they take those shots downfield? Can Miami maybe get caught slipping once or twice. I think that's how the Tennessee sticks in this game. This is a team that averages 17 points per game. That number drops to 12 on the road. They don't have a lot of answers. They're going to need to break a big play in order to stay competitive in this game, I feel, for this Titans offense. Otherwise, I think Vic Fangio is going to do a great job of kind of putting the Titans in a very uncomfortable situation where just every play is a very, very tough challenge to get two or three yards. Flipping the script, Joshua, what are you expecting from Miami's offense after the Titans were torched for 31 points and 312 yards, two touchdowns by Gardner Minshew just a week ago. Yeah, I mean, I expect the Dolphins to go out there and handle business, right? I have a stat here where um, the Titans, are, I think, were the second worst to only the Washington Commanders at giving up a, a 180.6 passer rating to wide receivers. So, um, like you mentioned, man, they gave up a ton of yards to Gardner Minshew. Uh, Titans gave 105 yards to Michael Pittman and Alex Pierce. So, 100 yards to both of those guys last week. You got now Jalen Wild, Tyreek Hill. I think the Dolphins can go out there and pretty much have their way with that Titans defense, which, you know, a couple of years ago, that was kind of what the Titans were known about, right? That hard-nosed defense, you know, being able to stop teams. Not having Jeffrey Simmons definitely changes a lot of that, right? I mean, let's be completely honest. But um, I think the Dolphins should be able to go out there and handle business. But you were talking about a little bit when we were mentioning um, the Titans' offense. You know, they're going out there kind of playing a little bit of YOLO ball, right? They've lost four in a row. 
some of these guys are battling for their NFL careers, you know, maybe a coaching job. I mean, they really might not have nothing to lose. And sometimes those are the scariest teams. But I think, um, again, the Dolphins have gone out there, handled business to add, what, 280 yards last week, two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill went ballistic, what, five catches, 157 yards. I mean, that's kind of what we should expect. Another big game from Tyreek Hill. He should not be able to be stopped because no one can stop him. We get closer to 2,000 yards. Let's get Jalen Waddle more involved, right? I mean, um, I just feel like we want more touchdowns. We want to see more waddles. That's all. That's all I want there. And then, um, God so, Almighty, dude, Devon, yeah, Devon Achan. I mean, start him in your fantasy lineups, right, man? Him and Raheem Mostert. What a what a one-two punch, right? Let's be honest. Devon Achan, we're we're entering little tricky ter- territory because everybody's coming out and saying, yeah, you're very confident you should start him in fantasy football. He outsnapped and outcarried Raheem Mostert last week. A lot of that did have to do with the game kind of being out of the picture. So I'm really curious to see how this Dolphins offense continues to kind of finagle itself because um, I think Raheem Mostert, Josh, please correct me if you think I'm wrong, is continues to be that 1A, and I think he will get the majority of carries um, unless it's a game script determined thing where the Dolphins are up 20 points at half or something like that. Yeah, and we normally have egg on our face. More times than not, we can be honest, but we can definitely pat ourselves on the back for the Raheem Mostert thing. We were laughing at the fantasy guys like, dude, come on. Raheem Mostert's get that guy. I think even towards at the end of all the Dalvin Cook rumors and things like that, you and I were like, dude, we shouldn't overlook what Raheem Mostert can do, and he's having his best season. So, yeah, I think he's that 1A. But to your point, man, you're the reason everyone's starting to bond H-hand in fantasy. I just go back to you saying this dude could touch a ball, you know, six times and have 150 yards, and it's it's the truth. And I'm going to continue to start him and – uh, feel good about doing so but yeah man in the air on the ground they're always in control you can I think the Dolphins will have their way with the Titans either way they go about this but um, again stranger things have happened in the NFL right we could be seeing a whole different monster when we go out there uh, tomorrow night I thought that statement was gonna I end say with we, something about talking Super Bowl I thought I thought for sure that's where you're going I, then well I did that and then I was like okay that's a little too corny so I tried to back off so I was doing the in the air the on the ground that was intentional but then I backed what? away I didn't know what to say I didn't know what to say man You're still worried about the boogeyman here and you down the street that that's that's your issue The Bills they should have they should have took him out when they had the chance man I completely, I, I like what you brought up about Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce both going over 100 yards they did it different ways uh, the Titans are going to have such a hard time because they're a lot like Washington where Yes, Tyreek's going to get his, but it's how he did it, right? It was those two deep bomb touchdowns where he was basically left alone on one-on-one coverage. The Titans actually have a habit of doing that same thing. So if you were going to try to get a little ahead on Tyreek catching a long touchdown pass, I mean, I think it's definitely an option again this week. Or maybe that the Titans are in a scenario where they're just going to say, we don't want to be on hard knocks being the next team to be like laughed, like, oh, you guys are really going to single coverage me again. And maybe they'll take the, hey, you're going to catch it 14 times to get your 140 yards, but you're going to have to get 15 every single time. I don't know which way the Titans are going to decide to go about it, but the Dolphins have such a luxury, man. This is an offense averaging 32 points per game. Tua just had arguably his best game of the season season when you consider the no turnovers just the precision that he was working with so this offense has to be feeling good and man they saw the bills win they are not ignoring everything that's happening yes they're focused on themselves this is a team man we if you think back to before the black friday game mike mcdaniel was talking to jalen phillips and this is very depressing i know but about how this could be his coming out party he's having those conversations with dudes every single week 
And we're going to see those opportunities step up. So, Josh, before I get your game prediction here, I just want to get your thoughts on who do you think Mike Daniel is having that conversation with this week about you're going to be on primetime. This is your opportunity to become a household name. I mean, I instantly go to Bradley Chubb. I can already see those hard knocks guys saying, like, the astronaut is taking off or something along those lines. You know, I, I zoned out because the only thing I wanted to say, I mean, I had to make sure I got it out, was that Tyreek Hill, I just predict him breaking DK Metcalf, right? Didn't DK Metcalf have the fastest touchdown or speed on his yeah, touchdown? Last week. Yeah, so I'm I'm just picturing you, you know, you're saying Tyreek Hill's going to have a big play. I'm picturing him breaking that record in this game. So we'll, uh, if it happens, we'll put this little clip right there with that. So you're saying what guy who's, you know, kind of under the radar where, you know, Mike McDaniel's going up to saying, this is your week to be a household name. Oh, man. I, no, I would say Brandon Jones, if I was confident that Javon Holland was going to be put on ice just for one more week, but let's go with, let's go with Duke Riley. I, I guess I got to go with Duke Riley. I'm going to stick to my guns and, um, you know, piggyback him. I don't know. He was a, he was with the Eagles. I know my wife talked about him, liked his hair. Uh, he was making plays on special teams. So I'll go with Duke Riley. You know, if he's thrust into action there, telling him, you know, go out there, be that guy with the green dot, get this defense on track and show him that, you know, you are a linebacker in this league. You're not just a special teams player. So, I'll go with Duke Riley. What about you, Jake? Yeah, I'm sticking with Bradley Chubb. I just think there's an opportunity here for the stars to kind of remind everyone, hey, we're stars for a reason. I think Bradley Chubb, he's been getting close a couple weeks, a couple pressures. Um, I I think this week it comes all together. And when you consider last week, I mean, the pass rush was getting to Sam Howell, uh, but nine quarterback hits was only converted into three quarterback sacks. I think Will Levis might be a little easier to take down once you get your paws on him, where he was hit nine times last week. It turned into six quarterback sacks. So I think this could be another stat stuffing week for the Dolphins if they wanted to continue to improve to the entire entire league that they deserve that number one seed.